Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. especially 
it's a game of self-motivation and kind of self-imposed deadlines. Um, so I do my best to meet them, and the only person I'll end up disappointing is myself if I don't. Self-motivation, I like that. Um, we all have that in us. A lot of us find it very challenging <laughs> to carry <laughs> to carry mm-hmm. that out. Yeah, we find it very challenging. For you, how have you seen your songwriting improve over the last three years? Over the last three years, I feel like I've kind of figured out my process a little bit more, and especially over the last year even especially, I've noticed and realized that music for me is very much a cathartic experience where I am trying to work through an issue or an experience or a relationship or just, you know, certain feelings or emotions, how I feel about somebody or something, and realizing that as I'm working through it, I can try to approach writing a song about it in a relatable way to the general populace so that something can be learned or somebody can gain something from listening to the experiences that I've been through and what I've kind of discovered about them. Now I'm going to put the emphasis on being an artist. And Mm -hmm. I think what separates being an artist from just being a run of the mill, quote unquote, performer is that an artist has the ability to show or allow vulnerability, giving a Mm -hmm. window, an insight, giving the listeners an insight as far as who they are, as far as their journeys and their experiences. How long did it take you to become comfortable within yourself to show that kind of vulnerability and give the listeners a little bit more insight on who Sheridan Reed is? Well, I've been songwriting and playing music in various forms for probably more than 10 years, but I really don't feel like I kind of got to that point where I was able to be essentially kind of vulnerable and really put myself out there and my emotions and everything probably up until even the last two years. It's been, it's been a big growing experience for me. Um, Before that, you know, I had written kind of just about whatever I thought about or what I thought might just be a good song, not really putting my emotions and my experiences into it, which I discovered made the music more unique more heartfelt, more honest, and more raw. Um, For instance, I have a song that I'm going to be recording. One of the new singles is called I'll Be Fine. And that that is probably one of the only songs really solely about me. A lot of the other songs are about relationships with other people or interactions with other people. And that one's very introspective and kind of about my relationship with alcohol almost. Um, The first line of the songs, I've been drinking liquor these days lately, like it goes bad. Um, And during that kind of process and through that, I learned a lot about myself as well. And again, it's just trying to make it relatable and, help other people kind of through some of the same things that I've been through. You know what? Um, and I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, but that's all right. I go back to the early days, you no know, Fleetwood Mac, Joe Cocker. I mean, yeah. different songwriters who had the ability to stretch and touch so many people's souls because they were unafraid or unapologetic of expressing those kind of emotions because at the end of the day we all go through our personal ups and downs and we're battling with one thing or another whether you say it's alcohol whether it's food whether it's depressing depression just being able to have an outlet or finding that outlet that muse almost where it's an extension of ourselves when we have that freedom of expression and listening to your music especially we should both be here. I hear a vocalist. I hear someone that is just beginning to scratch the surface on what he could possibly become. What was your overall feeling when you first got in the studio and you started working on the song, We Should Both Be Here? Well, so that's really interesting that you should say that because We Should Both Be Here was kind of the the catalyst to 
and the beginning essentially of kind of this musical journey that I've been on over the last year, I was trying to, you know, find my voice as an artist and find the style that suited me as a person and as an artist. And through trial and error um, and through a really, really intense emotional week that ended up turning into We Should Both Be Here, the song. And that I feel like once I finished it, it was like something clicked. And it was, it did feel like the beginning. Um, and since then, I've got another 10 or 11 songs that I've written that every single, every single song I try to create as a better and more honest expression of myself than the last one. Um, that being said, I am humbled even just to be on the show. Thank you again for having me. Um, but I'm realizing, and especially traveling a lot this summer and through this year, that I have, even though I've at least come somewhere and I've grown some, I still have a lot of growing and a lot of learning left to do, and that's all I'm trying to do at this point. You know, it's amazing. And no, first of all, it's an honor for us to have you on. Um, like I tell people all the time, there's a lot of great music out there. There are a lot of great independent artists out there. They put out a lot of wonderful products. It's just the idea of that product being having an opportunity to shine. And that's where the teddy bear comes in because like the man said, so it is written, so it shall be done. Lord have mercy. And for those who are tuning in late, shame on you. We're broadcasting live here from downtown Houston from the incredibly talented Mr. Sheridan Reed. Finding your niche, finding your calling, finding your voice. Who were some of the people that really I don't want to use the term look up to because to me that sounds too generic. I'll say, what are who are some of the artists that you were really able to kind of vibe with growing up with? Someone that just kind of, hey, I'm really vibing with them. I love what they have to say. I love the music. I love the melodies. Who were some of those artists that had that kind of influence on you? So it's kind of funny. I've actually been through various genres and <laughs> Styles growing up, initially I was more into alternative rock and some of those early kind of bands and influences was a band called RX Bandits. That's a kind of third wave ska band originally from uh, the West Coast, I believe. And they've got they had a lot of issues that kind of broached political and social aspects of kind of the world at this point that I was really impressed that they were addressing at all um, and in a very clear and concise way. And their music was untraditional and unique, but still in such a catchy, amazing way that it kind of, it kind of hooked me. Um, That being said though, once I kind of discovered the music of Motown, that really also changed my life because, and I didn't really hear it or find it till college. Um, so it was a little bit later in life. Up until then, I had been a lot more folk and rock based. But once I kind of discovered Motown and the music of that was able to make people feel as far as the groove and the different emotions and get people moving and take people to incredibly highs and incredible lows as well, um, it kind of captured me. And then since then, I've discovered other artists like Alan Stone, who's a Seattle-based uh, soul artist. Um, Anderson Pack is another artist right now who I think is a huge innovator, and a lot of the stuff he's doing is incredibly impressive. Um, and then Leanne Lahavas would probably be one of my favorite lyricists right now as far as how she addresses how she feels and the emotions that she's experiencing and what she's going through. You know, just when I was listening to you uh, mentioning some of these artists, and I think one common thing they all have in go have 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 in common is that, as I mentioned before, being unafraid, not afraid of the challenge, mm-hmm. to challenge themselves on making themselves or becoming a better artist. Where do you see yourself as far as right now? We talked about songwriting, but I also want to talk about structure melodies, chords, what are some of the things that really inspire you first as far as when you begin the writing? Do you start with your melody and chords or do you automatically just just go with the writing first? 
Um, so it, it kind of depends. I mean, each song is unique in itself, but for me, I'm very much, I'm originally a jazz musician. And so for me, a lot of it starts with playing around with different chord structures and voicings basically until I find, until I find a progression that fits the mood that I'm in or the mood of something that's on my mind, whether it's thinking about a girl or thinking about life in general or certain downs or ups that I've had. And once I find that kind of initial progression, which I try to also use non-traditional chords a lot in my music with more approachable melodies. So that way there's still something unique and still something interesting for musicians and there's also something more approachable for a general audience who isn't that versed in music theory or anything like that. Um, but once I find that initial chord structure or progression, I'll start toying around with melodies and just kind of singing what comes to mind as far as the subject that I'm trying to broach or the emotions that I feel the song is going to convey. And once I find that, it kind of determines whether that's going to be the verse or the chorus. And from there, I kind of expand and continue that process. And lyrics will develop along the way. But for me, lyrics are such an integral part of the song, which to a lot of people, it's more so just, you know, the melody or the feel. To me, lyrics are a huge, huge part of it. And I think that in a lot of pop music right now, it's kind of easy to be generic. And that's something that I'm trying not to do and be very aware and cognizant of. And so at the same time, I probably spend the most time out of my songwriting working on the lyrics and trying to be original and also trying to come up with creative rhyme schemes or, again, things that haven't necessarily been done before in that same way. I find it interesting the way you just described it, especially with the key, no, key word you said, non-traditional. It sounds like a jazz artist. And the reason why I'm saying it to me personally, I'm just, I've gotten a lot of flack over about this over the years. I've always felt that being a jazz artist is the last, to me, they're the, they're an artist that have, they have no fear as far as being non-traditional. It's the creative process, just being able to create on the fly. Because I remember when uh, Miles Davis took a lot of flack when he was first just a standard jazz artist. And when he started doing more experimentation with jazz, the same thing with John Coltrane, the same thing with Bird Afraid mm-hmm. to be non-traditional artists. And I think that's wonderful because you have to be willing to challenge yourself. As you said, a lot of pop music, just music today in general, is being played on the radio. It's very generic. Mm-hmm. The beat sounds the same. The melody sounds the same. It's everything. There's nothing new. It's like having corn every single mm-hmm. day. And I'm saying, wait a minute. Don't get me wrong. The teddy bear likes corn, but sometimes I want some sushi with my wasabi. Yeah. Me <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I need a yeah. little spice in my life. I need with everything there has to be a balance in everything. And also I want to touch on you said as far as women, just in general, relationships can take you on a one hell of a emotional <laughs> emotional ride. Whirlwind, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can take you one hell of an emotional trip, man. I mean I mean a real trip. I mean a cheats and jong type of trip. For you mm-hmm. Any of the, have you been able to incorporate any of those personal experiences on some new music? I know you said you have a lot of new music in the can. Have you been able to bring that out, a lot of those experiences, and put in your new music? Or to, have you been able to incorporate it in your new music? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and real quick, actually, I want to touch base on, again, what you were talking about, Miles Davis and all that. I was listening to an interesting interview with Herbie Hancock, actually, where Miles Davis had they've been playing together, and, and Herbie was playing some stuff that was sounding good, but uh, Miles said to him at one point, don't play the blue notes, which, like, the sevenths and the flat sevenths and stuff like that, but Herbie right. misheard him, and he thought he said, don't play the butter notes. 
which he <laughs> he spent weeks trying to figure out what Miles Davis meant by that. And finally, his conclusion was he meant don't play the easy notes, don't play the obvious notes. And that was the way that he then went on to challenge himself and grow hugely as an artist, and it changed his entire career. Um, but that was just touching on that real quick. As far as relationships and all that, uh, definitely, I would say, I mean, at least half of the new songs are probably about kind of this, just the tornado of emotions that kind of comes with, I don't know, putting yourself out there to even have the option of a relationship or to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. And cause it's not just putting yourself out there physically, like, you know, being on stage, because it's one thing to be performing and all that, but as far as relationship, to me, it's a lot more intense and a lot, a lot scarier almost because rejection of that is not just a rejection of you, but it's a rejection of your emotions. It's, and it's all around more encompassing, and there's so many levels and layers to that that there's so many different ways you can write a song about that and so many different perspectives you can take on it. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the next song that's coming out, Twisted Up, is definitely about another relationship. And you'll be able to tell that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, every artist that I've had the pleasure of conversing with, and I've asked them as far as relationships and music. And I remember one artist um, trying to think, I believe, I want to say it was Oh, God. It leaves me right now. But I remember him telling me, he said, the closest relationship that you have that you can find trust in is your music. Because you know your music will never hurt you. It'll never leave you. It'll warm you and keep you safe and warm like Linus's blanket. And when you allow you when you allow yourself to put yourself out there in a that physical kind of relationship with someone, it's kind of hard to share or give all of yourself, as you said, knowing. Because when you put yourself out there, say, okay, I'm putting myself, I'm giving all of myself to you. Can I trust you that you won't do anything to hurt my to hurt my heart or to hurt my feelings? And I know at the end of the day, my music will never do that. It's my muse. I can love it and caress it, and it's going to love me and caress me back. It's going to under it understands me like no other. How have you grown as far as having that developing that kind of closeness with your music? I think you've got a great point that you know music is your muse, but to me also, I feel like without those experiences of those relationships again, what would you be writing about necessarily? Because for me, we write about our experience. We write about our feelings and our emotions. And that was actually a little bit of a problem I had before we should both be here was because I I was spending a lot of time, you know, just trying to write about experiences that I hadn't necessarily had. And I was spending 90% of my time in my apartment writing rather than actually living life and putting myself out there. Um, and again, over the last year and a half, two years, as I've tried to live more and experience more, I've realized that, you know, music is something that I very much do for me and it's not about other people. I would, I would be doing and writing music regardless of whether or not I had a platform to put it on or a stage to perform it on or people for it to to listen to it. I'd be doing it for me regardless because it's just part of my it's part of my health and well-being almost. It's amazing. And I, you know, people, like I said, people, a lot of people that on the outside looking in, they really don't truly understand the amount of emotion that goes into creating. And it does because you yeah. give, you give, you give so much of yourself. You had an opportunity to perform live and, it's such a high. It's a high that no one could possibly ever understand unless they've done it or experienced it themselves. How do you come off that high? Or how long does it take you to come off that high after a performance? So as far as 
the performance high, I love performing, but also, you know, sometimes you have a bad show. Sometimes, sometimes I, the high goes away too quickly because as a musician and as somebody, again, that's very self-motivated, everything, I mean, I could be giving up at any moment, but instead part of it is I'm incredibly, and I think most musicians are, is we're our own worst critics and we're the most hypercritical of ourselves. And for me, sometimes that will, it'll throw things off pretty quickly after I get off stage because immediately I'll start analyzing my own performance from a technical aspect, analyzing, you know, how I interact. Because again, I'm trying to constantly improve and I have incredibly high standards for myself. And it's easy for me to kind of forget that. And I feel like, Partially, the only time I'm really experiencing that high is when I'm in the moment on stage and I'm not going through that analyzing process and I'm really just experiencing it. We always look for perfection in whatever we do. And I've always said perfection is something that we will never reach because once we reach perfection, what's the challenge? What's the challenge once you reach it? There's, There's no challenge left, but man, it's a hell of a feeling to try to even attempt to do it because it's always going to keep you on point and striving for excellence. And speaking of striving for excellence, let's get into it. Of course, some new music from the incredibly talented Mr. Sheridan Reed with his hit single, We Should Both Be Here. Yes, we should. You're in the zone of LOTL Radio. Comes 
around Yeah, I'm feeling good and feeling down As it starts to smile and ends up brown And are you surprised? No, cause when it goes around, it comes around Yeah, I'm feeling good and feeling down As it starts to smile and ends up brown Well, I'm not surprised Thinking about you Thinking about me Thinking we should be That we should be It is definitely live No Memorex <laughs> The very talented Sheridan Reed With his new single We should both be here. Remember, family, the new single is available. Just let your fingers be walking over to uh, Spotify, also on iTunes. And for those who like to live a little bit more adventurous, you can always head over to uh, Amazon.com. And remember, to get all the latest updates, stop by Sheridan's official website. That's at www.sheridanreed.com. Also, you can catch up with him and support him on Twitter and also on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash Sheridan Reed. It's definitely a beautiful thing. Brother Reed, I want to thank you first and foremost for taking time out of your schedule and your busy journeys and travels. Yes, Lord. And joining us today, this is definitely your home, away from home, whatever you need. Please do not hesitate to let us know. And whenever that new music is ready to drop, just like Grandma's Cookies, even if it's somewhat soft, as long as it's warm and it's soulful, we will play it here, debut it here first, my man. I got you covered. Thank you so much, Teddy. I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, again, family, remember, that's at www.sheridanreed.com. Safe travels, my man. Safe travels. Thank you. Have a great day, man. Oh, you do the same. Very talented, Sheridan Reed, here in the zone of LOTL Radio. My goodness. I love it when a plan comes together. 1.32 p.m. Central Standard Time here in downtown Houston. I hope everyone is having a very fantabulous Friday afternoon. Well, you know it's that time. Got to pay some bills, pay the costs to be the teddy bear boss. Lord have mercy. But in the meantime, let's take your way to some eclectic music <laughs> from Shante Renee with role play. I love a little role play. <laughs> You're in the zone of LOTL
verbal penetration Friday afternoon. Want to send out a very special thank you to the incredibly talented Mr. Sheridan Reed. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, family, be sure to purchase his latest single, We Should Both Be Here, available on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and for those who like to live somewhat adventurous, yes, Lord, take a chance. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Stuff on Amazon.com to make that purchase. and get all his upcoming tour information, stop by his official website at www.SheridanReed.com and also join that grassroots movement of music. Join him. Support him on Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash yes, Lord Sheridan Reed. And speaking of exceptional music, the teddy bear will be back on live Monday, Monday, Monday. Yes, Lord, God willing, August 27th, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time as we welcome the lead singer of the fabulous dramatics, Mr. L.J. Reynolds, as we have the pleasure of celebrating his new hit single, You and Me Together Forever. Lord have mercy. Again, that's 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The West Side is always the best side. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so while I got you here, comfy and cozy, like Linus's blanket, safe and sound, or another hand, to help you escape the matrix of synthetic music. Lord and mercy. Let's get lost in some uh, DMK with mm, the love. Yes, Lord. Love the way you love. Oh, sounds so good. Delicious, delightful, delectable. You're <laughs> in the zone of L-O-T-A already. I don't need a plan.
<laughs> and to all the many listeners and supporters who I affectionately called family, thank you so much for tuning in and tuning out all the negativity. Because if it's not for you, there's no teddy bear, and there's definitely no zone. Yes, Lord, so it is written, so it always shall be done. <laughs> We're going to close it with the latest hit single from my man, the legendary Mr. Liddy Williams, with his new hit single, Fine. Yes, you are. <laughs> and as it always, keep it soulful, always here in the zone of L.O.T.O. Radio. Lord have mercy. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.